the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Because I'm a terrible slave and I hate fascist frauds, in particular when they pretend to be mafia members as if they have the authority to extort, intimidate, bully, and strip us of our freedoms. They don't. Not only that, they're stupid and they're ugly. And to prove my point, let's go with stupid and ugly with a pickle on its face. First of all, everybody should be vaccinated and boosted with flu and with COVID. Whether or not you wear a mask or another thing we shouldn't underestimate is testing. So when we're gathering at a family gathering for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or for any other holiday as we get into the winter, it makes sense that you might want to get a test that day before you. First of all, Fauci, I've seen your family and those ugly dogs. All should wear masks. You make me throw up in my mouth. And this is supposed to be your farewell. Why don't you take your wrinkled old corrupt ass and exit the stage, scumbag? Because we're all on to you. It's brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. NIH, sponsored by Pfizer. Now, my favorite is when he pretends to have worked. Did you ever hear this one? He pretends to have worked this pickle-faced government hack. Hasn't had a job in his life. 1968, right after his residency, he joined La Cosa Nostra, known as the government, where he's hid and becomes somehow very rich, making a meager salary. Whether you're a far-right Republican or a far-left Democrat, it doesn't make any difference to me. I look upon it the same way as I did in the emergency room in the middle of New York City. when I. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, you never really worked. You have no street cred. You're a government bureaucrat since your hair was black. You're a fraud. 1968. 54 years, if Matt does me right. 54 years of government employment. Yet he's amassed tens of millions of dollars. How could that possibly be reasonable? Is that reasonable? What did he make his whole life? Start out in 1968. What was his salary? Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. So now that we've established you're a whore, we're just negotiating the price, right, Pickleface? I was taking care of everybody that was coming in off the street. So that's the thing that troubles me most about this. What have you done? Dr. Fauci, um, only, only 13% of... Hold on one second. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell. And you're being you're being you're being disrespectful to your colleagues and you're being disrespectful to our guests. Hey, dimwit, 
You with the sideshow Bob hairdo. You fraud. You stupid moron that I wouldn't let park my car. Here's the skinny. You work for me, toots. You'll answer any damn question I pose to you through the media, which is supposed to be unintimidated. Now, I know they're assets of your mafia, but you don't get to run cover and you certainly don't get to talk like a boss. You're not the boss. You're the dirt employee. And you'll answer any damn question asked of you, dimwit. I will not call on you if you yell. And also, you're taking time off the clock because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I'm done. I'm not going. I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Shut your mouth, dummy. Speaking of taking time off the clock, that wrinkled ass old whore you're protecting has taken three years off the clocks of every citizen in this country, dimwit. Now, I understand you're too stupid to understand that, and I know you got that job not because of your intellect, right, dummy? In the meantime, you don't ever talk to the people like you're a boss. You're not a boss. Not even your boss is a boss. He's a servant, too. Start acting like it. Go ahead, Jeremy. Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, she's only she's certain certain good questions. And now the cowards and the, the jackals, like the scum they called yesterday. Like hackled old dimwits in a beauty parlor fighting over the last cookie. That's what you sound like. You don't sound like you're capable of doing anything. And then when you realize exactly what you have done, you better not answer questions. You better try to cover up the fraud you perpetrated on humanity. Well, welcome to today's Talk Tuesday, the 22nd of November. Working from temporary conditions today, but we'll do our best. Now, excess deaths continue to be very concerning. We don't see the response in the press that we saw in the early stages of the pandemic. We don't see the Prime Minister and the Chief Medical Officer and the Chief Scientific Officer standing shoulder by shoulder telling us about it. So that's why I want to do that now. Now, this is going to be a fairly data-intense video, so um, let's just dive straight into it because we don't want to be alarmist. We simply want to give the data. Now, this first data set here is from the Office for uh, National Statistics equivalent in Australia, Australia Bureau of Statistics. Oh, I have to get this from Australia. I have to get it from England. I have to get it from Scandinavia. I have to get it from all other countries that allow their citizens to sue when they've been poisoned by Big Pharma. You see, it turns out every country is experiencing uptick in deaths unexplained of at least 15 to 18 percent. Now, not everybody's dying from fentanyl, although that's a problem. We'll get to the border later. But in the meantime, it seems to be the only common denominator that's causing all of these deaths have to do with side effects of a vaccine, the same vaccine that our fascist Democrat mafia run government is still peddling. Let's listen to Dr. Yeah, doctor of nothing. I wouldn't let him stick his finger in my dog's derriere and I don't like my dog. We need to make protecting our loved ones an important part of the conversation we have around the Thanksgiving table, an important part of the conversation we have in the days and weeks ahead. This is as old as America. We've done this. The military decides what it needs to have a healthy fighting working uh, fighting force. Here's the thing, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, when you sign up in the military, you're a slave. You're not in control of any decision you make. You sign that away when you become a servant to the armed forces. We are not. No, no, no. We're free men. For instance, I'm able to call you what you are, a quack who I wouldn't. Let examine my dog that I already established I don't like. In the meantime, what you say, you fascist, incompetent whore who's owned by Big Pharma 
and the government, I know you want the insider trading tips. You're late to the game, dummy. In the meantime, what you have is zero credibility among the people. Zero. And the more you say vaccine, the more I say right here. This is a decision up to our military leaders. Individual employers can make these decisions. So we've had a long history of this, of individual local decisions on these kinds of issues. And I think that is completely appropriate. Now, the long history primarily is in Democrat mafia run areas and states like Illinois with the fat bastard Pritzker. Why did his was it his brother that sued to not give the information about Epstein's Island off? Well, we'll cover that later. In the meantime. It appears, Dr. Yah, there were at least 22 states that said, listen here, you stupid son of a dog. We're not going to shut down. Those are the states now where people are fleeing to. So this isn't a long history. The long history is you've established a fascistic government that somehow even five Americans believe you have credibility. I, on the other hand, am not one of those willful slaves known as a Democrat into a place in which you might be infected and spread it or other people who might be there in order to protect. So there's masking is important, but you can count masking, vaccine, boosting, testing. All of that is part of the spectrum of protecting yourself and your family. See, now, Squirrel, I think masking is only important if you're in a Lori Lightfoot cabinet because those grotesque dogs should strap as much as they can to that thing they call a face. In the meantime, me, I will never... Cover my face, scumbags. He was in the last, you know, not. So what do you say about the word mask now being a pejorative in some communities? No, it shouldn't be. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, I I know sometimes when you walk in and you have a mask and nobody has a mask, you kind of feel guilty. You shouldn't feel guilty. You look terrific. Right. Well, you do because you have a pickle on your face. You're trying to push off as a nose and your dog kids. They make me throw up in my mouth, too. But not everyone should wear a mask. For instance, those people who want to be healthy, who refuse to strap germs to their face or pretend you have the credibility of a doctor rather than a political whore bureaucrat, of which you are and we all know you are. Hello, everyone. I'm Jody O'Malley, the federal government whistleblower that worked with Project Veritas. I was the one that exposed the coronavirus adverse reactions, the lack of transparency and reporting of these events to VAERS, as well as the refusal to administer safe and effective off-label medications prescribed by physicians at the Phoenix Indian Medical Center, a federal HHS government facility. As of yesterday, I was informed that I am placed on administrative leave while an investigation is being conducted. I'm not really sure what will happen from here, but it seems as if the federal government is retaliating against me, even though the facility I work for has publicly acknowledged they were investigating what I uncovered last week. While the government investigates, I will be spending my time and energy on promoting and advocating for informed consent, medical freedom, and exposing corruption from within. That made her an enemy of the state. Because what we furthermore learned is they never tested the experiment made with baby batter. Oh, that's true, too. Vanessa Gelman, I'm a reporter with Project Veritas. Vanessa Gelman who works in Washington, D.C., is Senior Director of Worldwide Research from Vanessa Gilman. From the perspective of corporate affairs, we want to avoid having the information on the fetal cell line floating out there. We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefit that we could see, particularly with general members of the public who may take this information and use it in ways we may not want it out there. Why did you send emails telling uh, Pfizer employees not to report that you guys were using fetal cell lining, Miss? What else are you hiding from the public today? Miss, what else are you hiding from the public? 
public. The public needs to know. Well, uh, there you have it. We wanted to ask her a few questions. She broke out into a sprint. We really think that the public needs to know what about the fetal cell lining emails. And uh, We tried to get a comment. She ran. Sometimes they don't want to answer. You know who she worked for, don't you, Squirrel? Oh, yes, you do. Making a Difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. So they're still pretending... That not only do they have credibility, but their scam to make trillions of dollars and experiment on the public is still called a vaccine. Of which it's not any more than that dirty diaper on your face prevents anything other than people throwing up at your Democrat female looking faces. So Dr. Fauci said that it is not surprising there's this rebound effect with the flu this season. Why then does it seem like the the country is caught so flat-footed? Oh, did you know that, Squirrel? You know the flu that disappeared during the pandemic? It's back. And it's killing just as many people as it normally did. Still less than COVID, but that won't stop the fascistic government from hiding behind facts, logic, and reason. Now let's hear from Dr. Yah as he puts lipstick on the pig that is the policies of our federal mafia. Bye. What do you mean caught flat-footed? Well, uh, people in this country are struggling to get basic antibiotics and antivirals. Why? Uh, so I'm not sure what, what... So we have plenty of packs of it. There's, I've not heard people struggling. Um, you know, he's not really a doctor. He's a teacher. Um, so I don't know what antivirals you're thinking about for RSV. There aren't any that I'm aware of. There is a monoclonal that's for very, very high-risk children. We have that. We have plenty of that. So I don't think anybody's struggling. I'm not aware of anybody struggling to get the monoclonal for high-risk children, immunocompromised children. But CNN headline today. Okay. Shortages of antivirals and antibiotics compound the stress of a rough season for viral illnesses and kids. Again, I'd have to look at the specifics. What I would say is um, we often see shortages of individual antibiotics. I'm not... I'm not no, no, no. We don't see any shortages before you're... 80-year-old dimwit in diapers who's wetting his socks and can't figure out why even when he follows the trail. We didn't have any problems before you Democrat scumbag horse took office and control of anything. Who are we going to ask? We're going to ask anybody in the, who should we answer the transportation secretary? What does Pete Buttigieg know? He doesn't know how to change a tire. He does know how to get Merlot out of cashmere, however. In the meantime, would you ever go to a doctor named Yah? Would you, Squirrel? I wouldn't. See, I like to pick my doctors. And I never pick a Democrat roach for anything, especially advice. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You say it's your birthday. My birthday, too. George and Elton. I love this point. I love this point, George. Hi. Yeah, this is George from uh, Elgin, Illinois. All right. Yeah, I was at the post office the other day, and there was two employees there, and I asked them if if they got vaccinated. Yeah. They said postal employees are exempt from getting vaccinated. That's true. Well, they were exempt, and over the last two years since Joe Biden usurped the office, they've had a massive amount of stimulus money poured into their organization because you have to take care of your foot soldiers. And after all, they delivered all the illegitimate votes that keeps this Democrat mafia in power. Come on, George, get with the program. You're from Chicago, even though it's Elgin. You're from Illinois. You know how the game works. 
Yeah, I know, yeah. All right, George, that doesn't mean you have to like it, but please be aware of it. In the meantime, it still isn't worth walking around in that stupid costume. Thank you very much for the phone call. May I help you? Yeah, I'd like to cancel my mail. Certainly. How long would you like us to hold it? I want out permanently. (laughs) I do, too. In the meantime, the fact that these fascist pigs on foot is supposed to be Fauci's last day still have the audacity to pretend they have any authority. They have any credibility. You don't. You're a fascist organization who the one time you were allowed to implement fascism, the ramifications of which we're still discovering. But what we do know is you guys made a lot of money. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. Whole damn pandemic was brought to you by Pfizer. Was, uh, was it 2008? Pfizer opened up a research and development lab in Asia. Do you know where they opened it? You wouldn't believe this. In a communist country called China, a small little village, Wuhan. Never heard of that before, huh? Wow! You corrupt bastards. You think you're fooling me? You're not fooling me. You think uh, Kamala Harris is qualified for the job? She's not fooling me either. Nooner! Craig, Mount Greenwood. Sean, thanks for taking for taking my call. No problem. What are you working out? You're doing jumping jacks? What do you got going on? I was on loan groceries. Oh, look at you. Stop showing off your wealth by buying more than one bag of groceries in this economy. Go ahead. How about it? Hey, anyways. Now, did you hear... On the, it, it, it's all about this. Uh, Jen uh, Ryan Sacker Crappy, a.k.a. Uh, Peppy Lysacky or whatever it is. Pippy Lysacking. Yes. Yep. Okay. So she got a uh, subpoena or something like that to appear uh, and uh, talk about the uh, the stuff going on between big tech and uh, the government and all that. Yeah, well, she, was- she wrote a note letter back to the uh, judge saying that that's very inconvenient and takes a lot of time, and she's she, she doesn't feel that she should uh, have to be uh, encumbered like well, that. Well, in, in the mafia structure, <laughs> she's what you call an earner, and they have special exemptions. I thought you were going to tell me she was asked to figure out about Tom. Uh, Pritzker and his connection to Jeff Epstein's island. Any any news on that? No? All right, we're going to look into that, too. Thank you very much for the call. Elisa! Is this my co- Is this my niece? Hi! Easy. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. All right. What? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I don't want a lot of people to know about that. Thank you very much, nieces and nephews. You're welcome. All right. I will see you on Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. EC's one of my favorites. Can't help it. Thank you very much, EC. You're the best. I love you. I love you. All right. Enough of that sappy stuff. 312 642 5600. I'll be back. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Uh, where was Joe Biden Happy when this happened? This was 1962, I think. Uh, Joe Biden could remember his address back then. Can't anymore. Larry Oak Forest. Hi, Sean. I was calling. Uh, if, uh, if Pritzker and his cronies pass uh, 
a law requiring kids to have the COVID, you know, like kindergarten, preschool, what what options are there? Does it, be, does it become a law right away, or do people go to court? Uh, of course, you can always go to court and try to stop fascism in, in, in a state where the mafia Don's wife is in the Supreme Court like Illinois. I don't think you have much of a chance. But did you hear those kids that have called me a little while ago, about nine minutes ago? Every one of those. Yes, little, I did. Every one of those little kids and their cousins and everybody in my family will promptly get up and move. And everybody who respects their kids and refuse to allow them to have that poison put in their arm, they will move as well. Now, some parents agree with this. And uh, I feel sorry for the kids, but the idea that the government can take away the kids' rights, that's more sickening to me than moron parents. After all, we're dealing with the kind of parents that wanted to kill them when they were in their mother's belly. So what do you expect? Thank you very much, Larry. I think fascism fascism has a way of chasing people out of the area. Just ask the Soviets. Mitchell Desplains. Hey there, uh, Team Sagittarius. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Fire sign, you're lighting up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, on the cusp, uh, sure. Yep. First of all, keep in mind that this is the anniversary, the 59th anniversary of the JFK assassination. Yeah, one of the last great okay. conservative presidents this country ever had. By today's means, absolutely. <laughs> yes. But nope. JFK, okay, basically Oswald was not the shooter because in 1978, the House Select Committee on Assassinations proved that there was a conspiracy. Do you know how they did that? They because, found out that a police officer was on his motorcycle, and he left his radio on, and he recorded 13 shots. Okay, well, so there's all so kinds of ricochets. Not only that, you knew he was going to die when he said he wanted to, to defund the CIA. Come on. I think he knew it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, sure. My favorite part of that story is the guy, uh, Ruby, Jack Ruby. The old Louisiana gangster with the Chicago connections who became so magnanimous, he was going to kill the assassin that killed JFK. Really? That's called tying up a loose end with an old mobster. I love that part, Mitchell. Thank you very much. Dan Mokina. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, brother. All right. Hey, uh, yeah, I just want to be aware of the new doc that came out uh, called My Son. Is it out already? Because I heard it was gonna, it was being made, but I didn't know it was out. Yeah, it came out last night. I think there's over a million views. Uh, check out at Sunday on Twitter. I um I get these clips from Dr. Campbell, who is um, a wonderful, brilliant guy in Europe, and he has been going through the data of all of the information he can comb through for the last three years, and he has been pointing out the fact of all of the upticks in deaths that are traced to side effects of the vaccine, myocarditis being the main one of them, a word that not many of us had to learn before, right? But the reality is this is a major cover-up by the American government that is supposed to protect the citizens. Instead, they double down on stupid, and they double down on their corruption by pretending this vaccine does anything other than lead to terrible things. For most people. Now, can it help some people? Maybe. But human beings are individuals. I've never seen a time where um, a drug that has never been tested, in particular when you think that they've tested, they tested Viagra for a decade, 10 years for Viagra, only to learn that Democrat females that are elected can slay Viagra. But in the meantime, they test an erection drug for 10 years. You pump this out in 10 minutes? The only thing I take, the only thing I find funny is they're pumping in the vaccine that Trump 
called Operation Warp Speed. Right there. No, I don't care who's in office. None of them are, are, am I buying a word of it. Thank you very much, Dan. And I, I'm sorry for the people who were forced into taking it, and I will never forget the teacher that called my show. I think of that guy, truly, I think of him daily. Matt, South Bend. Sean, happy birthday. Thank Best you. for your Thanksgiving. Thank you, thank you. And uh, just wanted to ask, why is Paul Ryan still news? Well, because he's, he's on out. the board of Fox News. He is the definition of news. He controls the news. He is on the board of Fox News. And why Goodness. is I think he should always be talked about and he should always be pointed to of why you never trust people who tell you they have principles. Because Paul Ryan pretended to be somebody who believed in the principles of America, in particular when he ran as vice president and is the only politician to this day to ever lose a debate to Joe Biden. In the meantime, he is the prime facey example of a sellout scumbag whore. He is. And that's all. He's never had a job in his miserable existence. He's like Fauci. The only job he ever had was back in college when he literally drove the Wienermobile. I am not making that up. That is perfect, (laughs) which proves God has the sense of humor of Don Rickles. And then he becomes a political whore, and he lives in a mansion and has one of those ex-stripper wives with the Louis Vuitton bags. He's a real piece of dirt, and he should always be talked about. Don't ever run from that information. It should be pointed out exactly. And what I'd like to know is a forensic audit of his net worth, because how that moron has more than $50 in the bank is a testimony to how crime really does pay. Thank you very much, Matt. Appreciate that. Eric in Bolingbrook. Hey, Sean. Happy birthday. First-time caller. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Okay, so what happens when you have to stay in uh, Illinois because you have, you're separated, you have kids, and you want to be a part of your kid's life, right? This is a heartbreaking then, scenario, uh, brother. This is a heartbreaking scenario. And then the, uh, the your, your ex-partner decides that uh, they're going to get the kids back to you. Yeah. And in 15 years, when they're older, they have, they have issues. They have health issues. What do you do? I told you so, or... Brother, if I had the answer for that, I'd be a lot better dressed. The reality is that's the flaw in, in, in a system that, is, that works the way we do. But things don't work out. You get divorced. Everybody, you know, I understand that. It's a heartbreaking situation. But the reality is that the fact that parents are willing to roll the dice with their children. I understand if you want to roll the dice with yourself, that's up to you. I'm, I'm an opinion guy. I think everyone should have the opinion to do what they want to do uh, when it comes to medicines and things like that. But the idea that you would harm your child who is depending on you to establish their own liberty, their own freedom, and you should give the kid the information if you have a teenager or whatever the case is, but to force this and to capitulate, on what we now know is provenly false. The vaccine in other countries, you know, they're making settlements with the citizens. In Canada, they're settling with the citizens. In Australia, in Europe, the citizens are suing. There's a big push now. The European Parliament is really going hard after the lies that were given to them by Big Pharma. In the meantime, in this country, ironically, the country that's supposedly based on individual uh, rights and liberties, they're, they're doubling down on fascism. Goes to show you why they had to steal the election. Because if this information came out, there'd be an uproar. It should be out. But now they've politicized fact. And it's a shame, brother. My heart breaks for you. too. Because um, they can find whatever information they want to say that the uh, vaccine is good. Even if you have all the facts that... 
It, 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 all you it, can do is – I'm going to tell you this as somebody who I, – I, my parents were divorced. I don't know if I ever – I don't really – I don't like to talk about it. But my, my, but my point is all you can do as somebody that's removed from the relationship or whatever is write it down. And when you die and your kids are old, they read it and they say, man, oh, man, maybe I understand my father now. That's unfortunately the position you're put in. Because the other alternative, the other thing is, you go to court, and now you make the lawyers, and in the meantime, the mother's going to win, and then she's going to sub- use that to separate you further from the kids. Right? It's a terrible pickle you're in, kid. Terrible. It's not, a, it's not about the uh, parents; it's about the kid. If, if something happens to the kid, you know, with uh, brother, I agree. No, I agree. And and, and listen, you're talking to a guy. I have I I had when this came out, my kids were going to college and the rest of it, and I said, you ain't absolutely not getting that. Absolutely not. What do you need a card? All right. All right. We'll get a card. You're not getting anything. And to this day, I would not let my kids do that. And they're women now. Not at all. And if I had grandkids, right, doing it. my nieces. Thank you, brother. And I appreciate it. Good luck, man. That's a tough one. That's a tough one there. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Yeah, we want to cut these short. I want to get to my callers. This is a very important topic. And the reality is there's a scandal of brewing that never was allowed to be a scandal. The scandal of corruption, the scandal of incompetence, the scandal of the greatest fraud perpetrated on the American people. You could argue if it's COVID. I think it is. But I also have to say the vaccine, which is a lie. My name is K.J. Wigglesworth. I'm from the corporate office of Pfizer Security in New York City. I'd like to pass a message on to you from Ian McKellar, who's the VP and site leader at the uh, McPherson plant uh, for Pfizer vaccines. We've been advised uh, to let you know that you are not under any circumstances to return to work. Your termination is being processed at the current time. If you have any questions, contact Mr. McKellar. You know why, right? Because she let out that it's a lie, that it's a scam, that it doesn't work. That's why. And they, they, this could not happen without the protection of the government. But then again, so much of what we're experiencing couldn't happen without government corruption. Lee, it's outside. Lee? Mike, it's outside. Oh, hey, hey, hey. What's up, buddy? So, uh, you know, I told you a, a while ago that, you know, science fiction is real. My my niece went to Loyola, and when she graduated, I'm going to say like five months ago, they said that she needed a booster. Yeah. Otherwise, they weren't going to give her a diploma and she wasn't going to graduate. And I'm like, I, I told my I said, you know what, don't get the shot. You, you got all your grades. You know, Mike, just get out of there. I, I, am, I really want you to go check out this Dr. Campbell. Not only were the deaths of the of the the vac or the COVID over exaggerated, they were infinitesimal to what the information said. They already said it was infinitesimal. In fact, when this all shakes out, brother, and we're old men, the deaths of the side effects of the vaccine will be far greater from co- than COVID. Thank yeah, you. Sean, you need to check out. Uh, you- 
Dr. Lee Merritt. You, you can't Google her because Google's no, uh, no, no. I heard operation. of her before. She's she's something yeah. with that with the people in Florida who are putting up the medicine that are not the vaccine. All the other ways to treat it. All of the other medicines that have yeah. been approved yep. for seventy years. I know who you're talking about, but I will get it out. We'll have Jim put it on the website. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it, brother. Lee on the south side. He's back. Hey, sorry about that, Sean. No problem. Hey, big happy birthday to you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Hey, I'd like to say. Um, there's a bunch of us cops that were trying to get forced to be forced to get a vaccine. We held out. But what's funny is the scam thing is still going on. And you go to court. They want you to wear a mask. There's plexiglass barriers between the judge, public defender, state's attorney. Yeah. It's a complete joke. Let me ask you this, Lee. How many people do you think were, were robbed, raped, beaten, and murdered by people who were let out of prison that shouldn't have been? In the meantime, it was just a, a weapon of this social engineering, and that's what it really is to me. And the me, I, I, I listen. I got a nephew in your position. You just take care of yourself. I don't want you to get in trouble. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself and your friends. Where's the FOP? Oh, they're giving money to Democrats that are trying to force the coppers to get the experiment in their arm. There you go. It shows you. I told you that idiot looked like Curly. What's his name? Catanzaro. Yeah, you're you're a lot different. Another pimp trying to be a whore. Or the other way around. Oh. Peter. Yes. Uh, happy birthday. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, by chance, I had a, a, a friend of mine at work that his car broke down. Yeah. And uh, I had to give him a ride home. And after two days of listening to your show, yeah, he's sworn off his 35 years of being a Democrat. I love him. Because there's hope. He knows I'm right. They all know I'm right. And if you're not in on the scam, you have no excuse to put up with it. Really? He just doesn't know how you could be alive still, and he also me? wants to know how to get a hold of I your mean, podcast. Oh, you go to you just Google my name because I may be old. Oh, but I'm but I'm wiry. Thank you very much. I appreciate All right. it. Pete. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm spry. I'm old, but I'm spry. Take more than a few Democrats. And by the way, all those half-assed wannabe gangsters in the union, they're living on reputations their grandfathers had. These are butter-handed pansies. And I see the scam. Oh, I see the scam. The mayor of Chicago has signed a bill that will provide $8.5 billion to the world's sixth busiest airport. $5.8 million a day. They no sooner get done with it, and they got Pete Buttigieg, who if I want to get Merlot out of my cashmere sweater, I'll call him. He flies in and guarantees more billions for another terminal. How you doing? How you doing? Because none of you half-assed gangsters could work a day in your life if the fix wasn't in. I see you for what you are. In the meantime, let's go to, uh, where was that one clip I really wanted to find it? Not the Epstein Island. I might as well. But first, tonight, a devastating development today for this group of women who say they were sexually abused by Jeffrey Epstein and his alleged accomplices. They won't have a chance to go after those accomplices in court. This is due to a federal judge's ruling that happened today. Contact 5 investigator Sam Smink here in studio breaking down the decision. Sam? Disappointed and frustrated. Those are the words we are hearing over and over again from Epstein's victims and their attorneys. They are considering an appeal. The agreement at the center of this court case was negotiated in secret in 2008 between the U.S. attorney in Miami and Epstein's attorneys. The agreement kept Epstein and his co-conspirators, both named and unnamed, from being federally prosecuted in Florida. Co-conspirators. Co-conspirators. That's the key. You know who one of those co-conspirators was? Oh, well, you just elected a relative of his to be the governor of Illinois. 
federal judge ruled in West Palm, ruled earlier this year that secret agreement violated the Crime Victims' Right Act. But he ruled today that by law and because of Epstein's death, he can't throw out the agreement and allow co-conspirators to be prosecuted in Florida. Man, the judge you got did say clout. victims can hold a public hearing to express the impact these crimes have had on them. Brad Edwards, attorney for Courtney Wilde, the victim who started this civil case, told us in part, of course, this is not the ending we had hoped for, but the enormous progression of victims' rights through this case will ensure that violations like this never happen again in this country. You know what else got squashed in this news outlet? Clinton, 27 times. Sidewinder, Bill, intern molester. Turns out that Clinton, 27 times went to the island. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. He only means his wife. He banged everybody else. Even the kids. Sick bastard. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show. Where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Number one, I've had the pleasure of speaking to him a couple times, but I always love the interpretation of the corruption in our economy today by people who know the difference between right and wrong and understand the fundamental principles of what a free market, laissez-faire economy is supposed to be versus a corporatist, bastardized, top-down, controlled economy of what we have today. So I don't even bother with these frauds of numbers and economic data that are so interwoven with Keynesian government spending, you can never really unwind it. I like to focus on the macro picture of exactly how corrupted our economy is. My next expert is, my next guest is an expert on this. He's a former economics professor from Frostburg State University. He is now a fellow at the Mises Institute, still writing articles. His new article today is Joe Biden and the Transformational Presidency. His name is William Anderson. How are you, Professor? Uh, doing well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm uh, irritated and aggravated that there isn't more outrage in a corrupted, orchestrated profiteer of corruption in an economy than, than there is right now, which is only a handful of people, versus those willful slaves that can't figure out why their Congress people and their lobbyists are worth tens of millions of dollars while they are paying the cost of corruption. How's that for oh, yeah. long answer? And, yeah, well, think about it, though. For years, that, um, hold on a sec, here's an echo. I've got an echo. I'm with, um, but for years, uh, we've had uh, people denigrate work, denigrate savings, glorify, leverage, we got a terrible, terrible, terrible connection. What we're going to do, Professor, is I'm going to have my girl 
uh, come in the studio. Can you hit the buttons? You know, I, I, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. I um, I see the fix. This isn't about fundamentals or this isn't about uh, ESGs or climate goals. What this is, there's a website out there, and it's called HouseStockWatcher.com. Have you heard of this site? I have not. What this does is it only focuses on house members and their trading. I just want to read you a couple. Uh, Virginia Fox, and by the way, it's bipartisan. Virginia Fox, this is in one year, 406 transactions. She's a Republican. Alan Lowenthal, he is a Democrat. 671 stock transactions in one year. Oh, wow. Uh, Thomas Susie, Democrat, New York, 113 stock transactions in one year. Christopher Jacobs, 226. Susie Lee, Democrat, Nevada, 631. Now, you and I both know professional traders. You're talking 631 stock transactions in one year. You You do not have time for anything else except stock trading. You're a trader. You're not a congressman. And in the meantime, if I just click, and I have not done this before, on a summary of her accomplishments, she has $5,236,815 that she has done in purchases and transactions this year alone. These are professional stock traders. She has a profit return of 33.6%. Do you know Do you know money managers that produce that kind of money? I mean, you know, at a certain point, Professor, we're going to have to stop the macro argument of capitalism versus socialism and point out to the good Americans who are dumb enough to continue to vote for these political whores of both parties who have sold out the American system to become worth tens and tens and tens of millions. And if Nancy Pelosi, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, they rape the people and stick us with the cost of corruption. I find it to be an atrocity and and, and it doesn't... deserve the respect of talking about the nuances and philosophical distinctions between Keynesianism and capitalism. This is corruption just through and through. That's how I see it. Oh, yeah. But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the, um, you know, you, you see in America the same get-rich-quick mentality, and uh, you know, there's better way than you know, to get elected to Congress to get rich. But all of this is about trading on frankly uh, inside information, especially when you know how the regulatory state affects the value of capital assets. And so uh, when you see this, you see legislation, and legislation moves the market one way or the other. And so, yeah, you've got to see the same thing. It's that, uh, I mean, I think uh, they need to probably put a stop to yeah, I, I, we we have such a terrible connection. Could, do you mind? You know, I, you know how much I love you coming on. Could you mind if I put you on hold and have my girl just try to reconnect with you? I. Th- All right, thank you very much. And here's why I say this: This is somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for you, the audience. This is somebody who used the collapse. His name is Brad Sherman of California. The gentleman from California, Mr. Sherman, who is also the chair of the sub. All right, are you better now? Professor? I hope so. Yes, much better, much better. So uh, I wanted to go into this because this is such a tainted system we have, where we have this yeah. one class of society that is not subjected to both insider trading laws, but it's, it's beyond that. It's policy front-running. 
as they are positioning themselves, then coming out with massive omnibus bills, driving up the value of everything they've invested in through the public sector money. It's our money that they're using to make themselves rich. This is even worse than the bribery of lobbying. Oh yes, and not well. Not only that, but what you've got, um, you know, this this uh, recent um, collapse uh, in uh, of, of that um, of the crypto exchange, and you've got just these folks making billions and billions of dollars off this stuff, off borrowed money, off high leverage, and then. You know, funneling a lot of it back to Democratic politicians. And that's the transformational thing, where we have now somehow, over the last three years, legitimized open and notorious political corruption. And this FTX is the prime example. Now, FTX doesn't become into focus or even become a business until three months after Joe Biden announces his presidency. Not as elected, Mm -hmm. but announces. In that short period of time, It becomes worth an arbitrary uh, $32 billion. And what it really is is a facilitator of a money laundering system between foreign policy and the Democrat Party. And some Republicans, by the way. Which I love about this is he he shows you it's also some Republicans, not the not important Republicans, but the upper echelon Mm -hmm. of the Republican Party, which is really a mafia part two. And you see how now the collapse is also an asset, as I have one of the most lobbied uh, uh, congressmen, his name is Brad Sherman, advocate for more and more regulation of other cyber cyber currencies that were not involved in this corruption, that have legitimacy, that want to operate as an alternative to the dollar, which is really, as far as I can see, the most frauded of all currencies. What do you think of that? Oh, I think that that's a, a good point. And, you know, it's very classic, too, because we happen to think of regulation, as you're taught in the textbooks in school, that we have a problem and Congress gets together and they look very hard and they finally the government steps in and they fix it with regulations that apply them to everybody. Well, that's not how it works. <laughs> Often the regulatory process is used to hamstring competitors of people who are politically favored. And that was what the Sherman Antitrust Act did. That's why it was scandalous. That's what built the the yeah. the, the Saudi Arabian uh, uh, despot empire was this bastardization of regulation so that politicians could break apart the energy sector in order to profit from the alternatives. And it's it, the, the ramifications of that are we enriched a people that do not deserve to be enriched, that still abuse their wives and their daughters, and yet they are among the richest in the world. And that is yeah. a direct fallout, a ramification of the Sherman Antitrust Act, which is touted as a success rather than what it should be. An example of why you rip out regulations rather than implement the corrupt ones. Yeah. And in fact, for that matter, you go back to the Interstate Commerce uh, Act of 1887, and that was always portrayed in the textbooks as this great moment of reform. And yet what it did was that it uh, it destroyed transportation uh, in this country, and it, which we only got rid of that thing uh, in the early 1980s or late 70s. Yeah. And we're actually able to transport goods in much greater volume afterward than before. But you see the modern Democrats, and you see this because you remember this. You have perspective. The vast majority of people do not have perspective as what the push by the modern-day Democrats to do is to implement that very failed system it took decades to rip out. And you have to wonder, 
This is to extort everyone and turn the government yeah. into the slave master. How could I look at it in any other way? I agree. And uh, you also look at it, someone like Joe Biden, who's having these historians like John Meacham whispering his ear, you too can be transformational. And so what he does is he just acts on his own, makes real twisted interpretations of the law, and, uh, you know, through executive uh, actions or what we call executive orders. And then you see uh, in the end that uh, it makes things worse. We have the fundamentals of of what made us the youngest and the richest country, the fundamentals of freedom. Yet Mm -hmm. now they're more like the ruins of America as every single one of them have been bastardized, I find it hard to look at any sector of our economy and not see where the government is in absolute and total control. We have a, yeah. we have a boondoggle of a, a, of a mafia fraud called O'Hara Airport. We just got done with $8.5 billion in rehab. There's not a straight board or a running toilet in the place. And the transportation secretary comes down, they finish it in April, and now they're going to build another terminal with another who knows how many billions from the federal government. Are there enough people of integrity and intellect to recognize this economic fraud that is the Democrat policies and some of the Republicans? Or are we just going to have to tell our kids like that old fable when Ronald Reagan was running that we're going to be able to tell our kids when we once were free? What do you see happening? It's a good question. Um, You know, Jeff Dice today has an article on the Mises page, and he asks, are Americans really serious enough to do what's necessary and he doesn't know. And I understand. I mean, no, and I, I cannot either. give you a, an answer with this and say, oh, yes, we're going to step up to the plate. Because very likely we are just going to try to go back and do the same thing, the same failed policies over and over again. We used to have such charismatic shows on TV and that showed and spotlighted individuals who were warriors of freedom and capitalism, guys like Rothbard, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Friedman and and some of the others, Uh, Thomas Sowell. Do you think that's what's missing or is it a freeze out by those people in charge of television and most of radio that want to freeze out that voice of freedom and liberty and those warriors of the individual citizen putting the restraints, the only place in this country they're supposed to be, on the government. And yet I see these corrupt political whores running amok and becoming worth tens of millions. I mean, you almost have to stand in awe of how open and notorious the corruption is in our political system. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When people are just able to uh, become wealthy. And not only that, we're not dealing with entrepreneurs. We're not dealing with people who had a good idea. We're talking about people who make laws, who are often mediocre people, but they manage to put themselves in that place where wealth is transferred back and forth and they skim some off for themselves. You know, gone are the days of the individual trader. You know, this is something a friend of mine and and I were talking today and he was mad at me because I talked about a guy who uh, helped uh, get rid of the old individual traders, the old floor traders and the rest of it. And you see the independents and the day traders. The reality is those guys mm-hmm. like my, you know, I'm, I'm old now, but my younger self, there's no opportunity for guys to do that anymore because you have a system, a market that is steered by political will and political funding. Yeah. Can you get a free market back? 
I don't know. I mean, and I'll be honest with you. I, it's We have so many things going on right now. We've got cultural issues, things that are being pushed down people's throats, things that they don't really want to do. You know, to have to accept, but it's like if you don't accept this, if you're not all in, you're going to lose your job. And so you have people in fear all the time of losing their jobs because you're going to say something wrong, somebody's going to rat them out or whatever. So you have that kind of a problem. But now, on the other side, on the economic side, we're not making things anymore. Uh, you know, we're just, what do we have? Uh, this is the third financial crisis of this century. You know, yes. this century is, what, 22, 22 years, years old? 22. We've already had three major financial crises. Man, that Federal Reserve really sucks at its job mission, doesn't it? In the meantime, <laughs> what I want to say is I love your organization. And I truly, I think that Mises.org, I still call it Vaughn, but Mises.org is what will save the organizations like you, Heritage, and the rest. Those warriors of freedom, those warriors of capitalism, and the people who have the courage to speak out. And, uh, you know, I'm fascinated by you because you don't need to do this. You, you could sit down and put your feet up and you do it because you love the American system and you love principles of capitalism. And I want to tell you how much you are an asset to me. I, I really appreciate you making time all the time. William Anderson, Professor oh, William you. Anderson. You can see him at Mises.org. Really, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. You take care. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. It's Thanksgiving time. The one day a year where you invite the folks that you normally fear. It's Thanksgiving. See, that's what I love about my family. When Not a Democrat will be in the house. Not single bad one. God, it's on going to be wonderful. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the Paul Pelosi special. Like I talked to my nephew today. He's going to make me the Paul Pelosi special. You know what that is. Turkey with a chicken in its ass. Cornish hen in its ass. Can of beer in its ass. All deep fried. And we pull it out with a hammer. Oh, God. I know. It's funny. Okay, now what was the... The, the woman wanted to know the the, uh, the website, honey bunny? The, it's called housestockwatcher.com. Housestockwatcher.com. And all it does is track, in one year, the stock trades by house members. You see, these whores, they work for us. Their information is public. The problem is so many people are willing slaves and useful idiots that they don't focus. So let's hear. And then they put honorable in front of their name when it should be dishonorable. So let's focus on the dishonorable Alan S. Lowenthal. He's a Democrat out of California. And in one year, 671 transactions in his stock portfolio. These are stocks that he made. $5.8 million. Million dollars. Democrat out of California. Down with the people. Man, this socialist son of a dog trades a lot, doesn't he? Let's go to some of his trades, shall we? What is run? What do you think run is? I don't know, but he bought 94 shares of run. Let's see. Let's see. Let's take a look. Run. Oh, it's a Sunrun Inc. $30.96. Looks like he bought it. Oh, he bought it about... $8 ago, right before the policies came in, that would enrich sun. What do they do? Oh, here it is. Solar panels. 
Who saw that coming? You crooked inside trading bastard. I see you. I see you. Chris, Blue Island. Sean, it's great on the south side. They got uh, pretty clever ways to try and leave town. There's like uh, <laughs> bottlenecks and one one lane things going on. Brother, I hate the so south side. You know, I'm from Melrose Park. Yeah. In one of these buses, he uh, fell in a hole. In a hole? In, in a bus? Of, yeah. It's so they're, they're, you so mean they're the whole bus the in a hole? Yeah, it's making a, it's rounding a corner. Well, that's oh, a big special. hole. That's a big hole. Yeah, Swallowed up a whole hole. bus, huh? So if you're trying to leave on 130th, don't leave by the garden. Yeah, well, forget it. Turn around, Chris. You know, for when you're from Melrose Park, you don't go south of Roosevelt Road unless there's a girl in a short skirt involved. Thank you very much, Chris. Appreciate it. Never was big in the south. Mary Midway. <laughs> Somebody's giving a birthday today. Yes, I know. I know. Birthday. I'm aging beautifully, in case you're wondering, but go mm-hmm. ahead. Thank you. Not enough about you, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm calling because you were talking about COVID being the biggest scam ever perpetrated on the American people, and oh, that it is. I've been had a lot more birthdays than you, and I've never seen anything like it. But look, you got to give them credit. Look at they're completely following it up with. Uh, the other biggest scam ever, global warming. And the very people that fell for this first one that I know, the COVID, yeah. are totally front and center with this next one. So I don't know who I hate more, the dummies or the perpetrators. I, yeah, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Who do you hate more? But I'll tell you what, I don't own any RUN. That's the name of the stock symbol. This crooked bastard's making a fortune in it. What's SH? Let's take a look at this, too. I like this. Pro shares. Oh, he's shorting the S&Ps. Here's a congressman that's shorting the market because he knows his corrupt policies will plummet it. And he's going to ride that son of a gun like the horse and gladiator. Ride it right into the ground, you rat bastard. What's PSQ? Let's see what this is. ProShare's short. Oh, he's shorting. He's shorting more stuff. I love when the congressman short the market, you scum. What else you got? You rat bastards. IWN. Uh, oh, he's going long, the Russell. Oh, he must have an inside deal. Oh, the Russell must have those green energy scam stocks that he's funneling billions into. Crooked bastard. Dave in Cedar Lake, Indiana. Hey, Sean, I listen to your show every day for for quite a while. Thank you very much. And I tell you what, the reason I like listening to you, you're like a double-edged sword. Yeah. You're, you're a <laughs> rabid pit bull when you go after these rat bastards. Yeah. And I learned something new on every day that I listen. Oh, I love that. In fact, your guests, uh, the are, smart. Your guests are smart. Oh, thank you. It's smart radio. You're educating these people that are listening to you that may not otherwise know what's going on. And I appreciate that so much what you do. It means the world to me. Thank you very much. I truly, truly appreciate it because I know you could listen. This is only for you. If you're a willful slave, rat bastard, Democrat, change the station, like I like to tell them. In the meantime, it turns out, thanks to the Daily Mail, the reason I played that Epstein clip a little while ago that you all remember is because one of the defendants that sued so that his name wouldn't have to be let out, it looks like a judge on Friday, said, no, 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 we're going to let the names out. And one of those names is a cousin, first cousin, of their very own J.B. Pritzker. Now, his name is Tom, and it appears that he has a little bit scandalous history of going to Pedophile Island. 
Good news is it's not J.B. Pritzker, but he has no use for his genitals. He's too fat. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Jindan. Oh, look at you. Jindan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It means 100 years, squirrel. 100 years. Go ahead. Right. Um... Do we have equal justice uh, in this uh, country <laughs> under the law? Come on, man. We don't have equal justice it, in the sewer of Cook well, County. Or is it different for some people and not others? Uh, you know because what today I just heard that the judge said that Trump has to hand over his, uh, his tax returns now. Boy, <laughs> I hope he has one of those convenient fires. Fire! I lost everything. I mean, you know, it, no, there is no justice. No. And the fact that, that this, I forget the Irishman's name, the short-in-the-pants Irish gangster that they hired for the special counsel, the one that worked for Lo- Lois Lerner. I, I'll get to his name. Anyway, uh, the fact that they hired him to go out shows that he's just a mafia hitman. He's got the face for it. Ugly. You know, all these Democrats are ugly. Can you show me a good one that isn't in Hollywood? And half of them had surgery. The reality is most of these Democrats look like Dr. Awardi, or as I call her, Dr. Dryheave, who I heard got another booster, the Viagra Slayer. Thank you very much. I went long? You sure? Because I really want to play this one. But I want to go back. I want to go back to May of 2013. The inspector general at the Treasury Department issues a report and says Obama's IRS targeted conservatives. In our in our investigation at that time, we discovered that the Department of Justice was trying to find ways to prosecute the very people who Obama's IRS targeted. And and Maria, guess who? Guess who was the, the lead person at the Justice Department looking for ways to target and prosecute the very people Lois Lerner went after jack smith the guy merrick garland just named his special counsel to go after president jack smith the only thing uglier than him is the look on his wife's face she thinks orgasm is a planet next to pluto 312-642-5600 call sean now 312-642-5600 am560 the answer now this is a song squirrel nicely done all right. Why can people not remember Greg in Downers Grove? John, great show as always. Thank you, brother. Hey, I have I have two questions. Uh, first one is, what is the name of the website that you're picking up the uh, stock trades? HouseStockWatcher.com. HouseStockWatcher.com. And the second question is, does it list whether or not this bastard is buying these stocks via insider trading on a Roth so he doesn't pay taxes? No, he had a, a real good idea 617 times in a year. And it doesn't say how he's acquiring it or where he holds it. But it says that he traded 617 times in one year and put in the market $5,800,000. Now, that's just one guy. It has everybody in here. I'm dying to see. You know what? We're going to have to spend a little time during the break. I want to see what Adam Kinzinger traded this year. I'm curious to know what he traded because, you know, he's getting ready for his retirement. And what's he going to do? J.C. Penny, I don't think, is hiring any little child models, so he can't do that. In the meantime, you can look up all of the Congress birthing and non-birthing moron insider traders at HouseStockWatcher.com. Thank you, Greg and Downers Grove. Now, Greg and LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, buddy. How are you? Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank you. Getting, a lot. Getting used to getting old. What else is going on? Yeah. <laughs> the thing... Um, 
you got to really remember here is that all these things are sideshows, whether it be the Trump tax thing or the Hunter Biden thing. And believe me, the Democrats would love nothing more to have the Republicans do their dirty work. I can't believe it's the end so, of the segment already. Come on. The, the, Go ahead. Just, happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, brother. It means a lot to me. And to Greg's point, if you're on the line, I'm going to get to you. I do have a guest, but I'm going to get to you. If you want to call back, I completely understand. But we do have a great guest coming up. But in the meantime, I'm going to get to what Greg was talking about. There is a clip. It's a couple months old. you got to hear by a guy by the name of Sam Harris. I've got to do something about it. i got to get more time. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. My next so guest me, has been... Exposing the atrocities of cronyism, corruption, abuse of power in government for decades. He's normally should be facing retirement. Yet, his fight against cronyism, corruption, and political misuse of power has never been greater. He's busier than ever, and he's already written 10 books. His name is Jim Bovart. I wanted to talk to him about what we're facing in this Decade, this this next decade where this kind of government corruption is tolerated among the American people. Jim, how are you? Hey, doing good. Thanks. Thanks for having me back on. I mean, now the reality is you should be considering putting your feet up, retiring. Yet how could you with all of this obvious corruption in government and the acceptance of it by people well, who are willing slaves? I enjoy throwing rocks at the government, and it's the uh, cheapest. It's it's cheaper than therapy. <laughs> yes, it is. I I'll tell you the truth. I don't even like weekends because I like exposing the corruption. And we were just going over with my audience the idea of HouseStockWatcher dot com, where they expose that these some of these Congress people are making in excess of six hundred stock trades a year. And wow. the vast majority of them are well worth over $5 million, yet they're always down with the struggle of the ordinary man. I mean, at this kind of level, when you see what's going on, isn't it in their best interest to keep the system as corrupt as they have it right now? Well, it certainly worked out well for people like Nancy Pelosi. And when you see the um, the objections of... Really, how could, how could I other say it? Uh, how could I, I say it other than cheating and ridiculousness and ballot harvesting and counting the votes for weeks and all of a sudden we've got winners that were losers when the election was going on how does this happen without um people pointing out that there's no possible way are they are they skeptical uh, are there more um, people than me and you skeptical of the outcomes of these elections sure i mean there's a lot of people who are skeptical i don't know what the percentage is uh, but I think it's growing, uh, and there were there were a lot of people who were had a lot of questions about the 2020 election result. Not saying it was stolen, but there were just an awful lot of asterisks and question marks, and as you said, ballot harvesting and these mystery boxes on the side of the streets in Wisconsin that were illegal. 
according to the Wisconsin Supreme Court. So Philadelphia is is astonishing to me. And listen, I have no Dr. Oz. I don't you know I don't like men that dye their hair. But that being said, <laughs> you're running as against, a bald guy. I agree. You're running against someone who cannot speak. Has America devolved so far? that we're willing to tolerate any buffoon as long as they give us something like the former Soviet Union or Cuba today? Is this where our fellow citizens are? Are they so corrupted? They really would vote for a tomato can if they promised to give them something for nothing? Well, in fairness to Pennsylvania voters, I do have to uh, point out that the uh, GOP candidate was from New Jersey. Yeah, but only some of the time. I mean, come on. We're, I got Illinois. I have a 450-pound governor that every weekend goes up to Wisconsin to eat cheeseburgers. Well, he locks up his people so we can't go to Wisconsin. So the irony is not lost on me. However, the man can't speak. I agree. I agree. It was. It's fascinating to see how 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 um, how government is being defined down because it used to be that you know there, there was an assumption that members of Congress would consider a bill and read it and and debate it. They don't do that anymore. I mean, it's just Jim. Here's the drive by. Here's the other difference that drives me nuts. I don't like when people call me a Republican. I attack the scum in the Illinois and the federal Republican Party. It is outrageous for me that to me that we have this oligarch system where this fraud of a man, Mitch McConnell, married to a Chinese shipping heiress. Is just the 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 fall uh, leader of the Senate or the Republican Senate. It's outrageous in Illinois. We had uh, a guy step down whose family are lobbyists. We had another whore mayor from uh, Aurora who pretended to be a Republican while he was Ken Griffin's side girl. In the meantime, it's sickening. So I will call out the Republicans, and I would never vote for these scallywags. Yet the the Democrats do not have this. They literally will vote for anybody the Democrats put in front of them. Yeah, there was a phrase about 100 years ago, uh, there were Southern voters who were known as a yellow dog Democrat, meaning that they would vote even for a yellow dog if that was a Democratic candidate. Oh, I like that. I like that. So obviously, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Well, it's politics, and it's it's funny to see how the media tries to pretend that it's some lofty conflict of principle. It's just two gangs, two gangs of looters in many cases, and except have, in Illinois. And they have the same bank. Yes, yes, they have the same bank, and unfortunately, uh, folks like us are stuck with a currency from that bank, so now the I'm, vanishing currency. I'm watching this uh, this spectacle in Georgia. I am not a sports guy. So I say this to you, and I do not know the coach's name of the Chicago Bears, and I don't care. I don't know a player, and I don't want to know a player. So I say this to you as someone who is not a sports guy. However, what I do know about Herschel Walker is that he was an outstanding athlete, number one. Number two, he was a Olympic athlete. He, was on, he made the Olympics twice, 1980, and then again with the bobsled team. I also know that when I see him, I uh, say to myself, he's not very articulate. However, what we have on the other side is somebody selling grace he doesn't possess and can't get a hold of, wearing a $6,000 suit who takes the church money and evicts people from investments the church makes. So we got a real scumbag who also paid homage to somebody who has killed millions of people by the name of Fidel Castro. This is outrageous to me. This is a reason that I never buy $6,000 suits, because people would doubt my character. 
At least they used to. Unless, of course, you deserved it and had an empire that you built. But that's few and far between. We do have a reverend who is a multi-multi-millionaire who pretends to moonlight as a senator who has sold out both the people of his state and the government, from what I can see, as he uh, did a sermon on how great Fidel Castro, a communist leader who's killed millions of people. It's a sickening time in America. And what do you think will happen in Georgia? Uh, I don't know, but I had a story in the New York Post on Saturday in which I was predicting that Biden would extend the student loan payment moratorium in order to help the uh, the Democratic candidate, to help Senator Warnock in the uh, runoff. And that's what Biden did late this afternoon. Can you imagine a time where the virtuous would be those that want to take advantage of their neighbor and not pay obligations they sign to. I say this in knowing how ironic it is after 2008, but are you depressed with the character of your fellow American? Um, I guess my expectations weren't that high. And it's sad to see how politicians have dragged Americans' characters down. They have trained them to uh, beg for handouts. They have... They have encouraged them to take loans, which then the politicians say you don't need to pay it back. The, the same thing is the, the Farmers Home Administration did this for decades as far as, you know, uh, wiping out loans that farmers took. So um, it's a mess, but it's a, it is an acid drip on the American character. Now, here's the, the, uh, the optimist in me, the one that starts businesses and the ones that all you know the one that always thinks their american principles will win out this could also be an opportunity shrouded in darkness of 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 the current reality but it could be an opportunity because so many people who fancied themselves to be democrat are having a hard time swallowing the 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 most obviously corrupt political whore this country's ever had in the white house they're disgusted with the sun they're disgusted with what's going on is there not an opportunity to maybe start something that I believe I am, which is a classical liberal. I don't want to force anybody to do anything. I am not a Republican. I find it to be repulsive, but I will not tolerate the mafia calling themselves Democrats. Is there an opportunity here to start a liberal party? Oh, uh, perhaps. I don't know. Uh, I wish I wish more folks understood the underlying principles as you do and, and as you explain to your audience, because it's, it's, it's not a gray area what's going on. And it's it's driving the country over the edge financially and morally in many ways. And and in that driving it over the edge, once again, we give strength and weapons to the common enemy of the people, the government which is held by no bounds of reality. The more it fails, the stronger it gets, the more money it gets. It's in their best interest to have the rest of the people poor, because then before you know it, you'll do what you did to every Chicagoan, and you'll make them hoping for $500 cash out a month and tolerating the kind of mafia that runs the city. And maybe that's the goal of the Democrats. I, I think that there are some Democrats who would honestly like to uh, make a better society, um, a lot of them are misguided on economics. Then there are, there are others who are simply um, there to loot the system, the same as a lot of the uh, GOP folks. I mean, it was the party that gave us Jeb Bush and Mitt Romney. Uh, Jim Boulevard, I think this might be our fault. I'll tell you what I mean by this. When we were kids and young men, starting off being men, making things, trying to achieve goals we set for ourselves, we sat idly by as the morons in society went to work for the government. And isn't this just our chickens coming home to roost as the corrupt morons are the ones in charge now? 
Uh, no, because I've spent 40 years uh, throwing rocks at the government and trying to expose their lies and crimes. You know, I don't know what else I could have done. All right, all right. I could so, have written better. So you're exempt. That's a different story. But I think I gave you an idea for your next book. This is our well, fault as we let the stupid, corrupt people go work for the government. Now they're in charge. Oh, I like that. This is how it's always been, though. I mean... Yeah, but they were better dressed and they weren't so slobbingly. You see how many fat <laughs> bastards we have around us? It's outrageous to me. Take a look at Pritzker, and then you tell me if you can imagine American when you were a kid voting for somebody who looked like that. When I was a kid, they didn't even hire fat people, let alone elect them. Uh, Pritzker, he was the one who had the the, um, the property tax scam with his uh, the toilets in his mansion. Yeah, yeah, and then else? he blamed and then he blamed his wife as if she doesn't have enough problems. She has to see him naked. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, well, um, good luck to her. Yes, and the help that has to get them ready when they're in the mood. In the meantime, I enjoy, I, I love the fact that you're everywhere, but you've mainly been in the New York Post for a while. Where else can my people see the writings of Jim Bovard? Uh, I've got a piece at American Institute for Economic Research today. I do stuff for Libertarian Institute, Mises Institute. I'm going to be doing some stuff for the Brownstone Institute. Uh, I've, I'm a board of contributors USA Today. Been a while there, but... Uh, you know what's funny? You're, you, we, I, I always get guests that are similar to you and, and to myself, warriors for the idea of, of liberty and Americanism. And we're getting up there. Uh, we're all getting much older. I want to see a new crop of kids. I want to see a young Rothbard. You think we can get one? Uh, probably. Yeah, let's see if he has any kids. In the meantime, thank you for everything. I so appreciate you coming on, Jim. Hey, thanks so much, Sean. really appreciate that. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I know I get sidetracked, but I love this site. HouseStockWatcher.com. There is a Democrat roach out of New Jersey named Josh Gottenheimer. 1,235 transactions. He's tra- 1,200 stock trades. He has 113087117 in the stock market, this crooked bastard. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're a congressman. That's just, you should have a mask on. Not the kind because you think it's going to prevent you from COVID, but because you're a crook, you rat crook. Nick Mantino. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you, Nick? Uh, Good. So let's bring this back to as far as that, where where corruption begins. I mean, you had Radium 1, you had Burisma, uh, Something was wrong with September 11 and George Bush, the Iraqi war, the whole nine yards there. Well, I the mean, come on, Nick, so if you're going to go back, let's go to a lawyer for the railroad who used to front-run land purchases and enrich his friend who he slept with and said it was a tradition. Want to do that? Okay, we could go that route, too, All as right. well. It goes on and on and on. It doesn't stop. There's nothing stops anybody from committing any type of crime. The people of character who do not tolerate it. For instance, the idea that I just read you something that you don't think is, co- is connected, but it really is. You have a congressman yes, with $113 million in stock trades in 12, in 12 months. The, the, he's yeah. in New Jersey. He's a punk kid. Take a look at this punk. He looks like he's 40 years old. What the hell does he know about being a congressman if he's a trader like this? 
or vice versa. Well, we could get in FTX too as well. Oh, of course. I mean, it goes, how much FTX, money did we launder yeah. that got sent back to the rhinos and the Democratic Party? Maybe you United shouldn't States. have elected a 50-year political whore. And when I say you, I don't mean you. Maybe the people of the country should have rejected the idea that somebody like Joe Biden would even run. That somebody like Joe yes, Biden sir. would even run. That's the greatest insult to America. The fact that this crooked, crooked 50-year political whore even pretends to be president. Well, you and I both know he's not, Nick. And I agree with you. He the was irony, never elected. It didn't And the irony of World War we Three, where people getting elected by Democrats out there. What was it in Tennessee? Yeah, when I went. I got elected. He was two for a month. I went to the cemetery today because you know it's my birthday. I think it's a holiday between the child and the mother. After all, my mother didn't hack me apart. But the good news is, you know, I'm sitting there and I think to myself, here's a woman that lived her whole life with integrity. Her whole life with integrity, strong values, and since she died, she's been a strong base of the Democrat mafia. I find that sickening. But she made the roster. Guaranteed. Frankie, Lake County. Hi, Frankie. Hey, how you doing, uh, Sean? Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Frank. Hey, uh, I just wanted to know, they, they raised my mortgage today, and uh, and then my water man, they hit my water man today, so it's been a great day. But anyway, um, Frank, I they, they raised your mortgage, you mean because of the fluctuating rate? Uh, yeah, no, I got a locked-in rate. It was it was because uh, of inflation, they said, and some other bull crap. Well, I don't but, know. Uh, I just want to know, what, what, what do you guys think about that? Are they are they allowed to do stuff like that? Just well, what I'm going to tell you to do is call my friend, and I mean this, because he is my friend. This isn't a commercial. David Hochberg, who wants okay. to, he's going to come on in about seven minutes. There's a loan out there. He cool. he called me today, and uh, he actually texted me, and he said he wants to come on. It's called a, lo- a loan level price adjuster from Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. But this is the kind of thing you have to know because they can't. If you had a fixed rate, brother, and I'm a real estate yeah. broker, they can't just say inflation went up or raising your rate. There, there's something I don't like about this. So you're going to need somebody to go through your loan. And I'm gonna put you. On, right. I'm gonna put you in touch with David Hockberg. All right. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, bud. You listen for the thing, Frankie. Come on, we got to take care of those kids in the background. Thank you, brother. See, that's what it's about. It's about the kids because Frankie didn't do anything. We're gonna raise the rates to fix inflation. No, you raise the rates, you stupid son of a dog. You bankrupt America, you rat bastards. But you don't care. You got a congressman with over a hundred million dollars in stock. Some forty-year-old punk out of New Jersey. You crooked rat. Oh, that fries me. Greg Rogers Park. Hi, Sean. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. And the other thing I want to say is here as you're close to Thanksgiving, I'm very thankful to all your hard work, your show, oh, the things that you teach us and everything. Thank you, and God bless you for it. Oh, it means the world to me. Thank you. And I'm thankful thank you. for And the other thing the I want to say is I want to tell people, do not get the do not get the vaccine. I got Bell's palsy. I made the biggest mistake I ever made. I got Bell's palsy because of the darn vaccine. Really? Well, I got news for you. Yeah, I don't know so, you. I've never seen you, but you're still better looking than Dr. Awardy. So you'll... you'll yeah, thank you'll, you. And then uh, the other thing I wanted to say is, I uh, normally I don't like any Democrats, but I am going to support Dallas from mayor. I just want to hear your opinion on that. And again, thank you for everything and have a great birthday. He's, he's one of the few Democrats that I don't want to throw on the ground. That's the best thing I could say about a Democrat. I like Paul Vallis. I won't throw him on the ground. I like the... Who was the guy that, that used to come on that's not running the older men? Good honey bunny. She knows who I'm talking about. Ray uh, Lopez. I like Ray Lopez. Good guy. I don't know why they call themselves Democrats. That's the part that, 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 that drives me nuts. I mean, after what you're witnessing with this mafia, 
Don't you have to just run from anything called a Democrat? Hunter Biden, at that point, Hunter Biden literally could have had, had the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared. Now, that's not that doesn't answer the people who say it's still completely unfair to not have looked at the laptop in a timely way and to have shut down the, you know, the New York Post's Twitter account like that. That's a, just a conspiracy. That's a left wing conspiracy to deny the presidency to Donald Trump. Absolutely. It was absolutely right. But I think it was warranted. That's Sam Harris. He's an elder. He's considered by by many on the left to be a great thinker. And he just admitted to a conspiracy to steal the election. So if you want to still call yourself a Democrat after all the evidence of exactly what kind of a mafia they are, you're not a good guy. You're not an American. You're, you're a cancer in this society. And I don't want my money touching yours, you crooked bastards. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now that call from Frankie with the kids in the background as his mortgage went up, the idea that the government's idea of stopping inflation is dragging more than 50% of the country into bankruptcy as they jack up the interest rates on everything from credit cards to loans, I think is outrageous. So we're going to give you a little help. Now, he's been known as the dessert slayer. I thought we were going to interrupt a hot yoga class. Turns out he's fresh from Yolanda's second crack house of wax. He's a little tender. His name is David Hochberg. <laughs> you're just mad. Plus, you're seven minutes late, for God's sake. It's the commercial, baby. I'm sorry. I'm very popular. Go ahead. Let's help the people. Right. Shall we, please? I mean, I know you're yes, tender. Sure. I know you're a little sore, but you're sitting on a donut. Go. All right, so break. It's a it's a breaking happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Breaking news: uh, Fannie Freddie, all right, Fannie Mae Freddie Mac, uh, recently re removed all of their loan level price adjusters, which are overlays to when we quote rates based upon credit scores, loan to values. Uh, if you're buying a condo and not putting twenty five percent down you, you get could you, blasted could you, in the could just speak to the people let's pretend you're sitting across from jan Schakowsky, who looks like a transgendering dustin hoffman and she doesn't have a rip about anything you just said can you help the people yes first time first time home buyers which is a classification of anybody who hasn't bought a home in the past three years <laughs> You are now able to buy a home. I know. I don't make this up. This is the government. This so is the I'm. Government's I, oh, this is great. You so know you, that. Yeah. You know yeah. That. No, I, it's just still shocking. So you could own LLCs. You could be in trusts. But as long yeah. as you haven't bought a home in three years, you're a first-time home buyer. Let's all you're jump right. on board the house of fraud. Go ahead. Yeah. So if you're a first-time home buyer, which is classified as somebody who hasn't bought a home in the past three years, I don't make the rules. I just let everybody know what they are. Yeah. The federal government, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, has essentially eliminated a lot of the upfront fees and made it a lot less expensive for you to purchase a home. Yeah, we're going to save that news for later when your taxes go up and your home value goes down, like Cook County. Um, and this is, but this is good though for people who are in bad loans and they may have been in one for four years. Correct. Let's look at the positive. Well, yeah, if you qualify under the. Um, Freddie Mac, Home Possible, Fannie Mae, and Home Ready, which means you have to be within 80% of the um, adjusted 
uh, the AMI. I forgot. I, so my, what, my brain is fried. Yeah, that's all right. We're fresh have been assaulted. Um, what is the story for a guy like Frankie, who, unbeknownst to him, he's, is it possible to raise his mortgage on cost of living or inflation? I mean, I don't understand if he must be in an arm. He's unaware of or something. Uh, or he, he might have gotten his tax bill or his servicer got their tax bill. Oh. And got an escrow shortage. Escrow shortage. Because these bastards waited till after the elections because Fritz Kage, he's a moron, couldn't get out the tax bill. So now all the servicers, if he's escrowing his taxes, now know what the tax bills are. And if the taxes went up, his mortgage goes up because he pays a portion of that's how his mortgage yeah. went up. And this is it's Fritz Kage. Well, in Fritz Kage's defense, the people should have known he was a moron. Have you seen a picture of him? In the meantime, have the bills still come out? The bills were issued by the treasurer's office online uh, November fifteenth. They'll be in, they'll be in your mailbox by December first. So at the end you of the year, you right got to pay it right no, at Christmas can. season, right? When you should have one. Yeah. When should the people have gotten it? When is the date they should have gotten it? Like three months ago. August first. August first. This is a complete screw job by the leaders of Cook County. This is why I will not tolerate Democrats around me, Hockberg. Not a Democrat on Thanksgiving. I love that. And there's going to be 70 people at my niece's house. Not a one of them. And we're going to make sure the little ones never become Democrats because this is something that's acceptable. How in the world could you do this and still pretend you have an ad valorem system or that the government runs efficiently? You have a job to give me the tax bill and you get to say sorry. So what if I don't pay it? Do I get to say sorry? They didn't say sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're assuming they say sorry. They don't give a crap about you or anybody in Cook County. Average median income is AMI, by the way. My brain just done for us. Thank you. If you're if you're if you've got eighty thousand dollars within this listing area, household income, now's a good time to refinance. If your housing income is eighty thousand or less, call a mortgage professional, preferably me, to see if you can refinance because all of the um, stops and all of the costs of doing it have been eliminated by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. And the cost it's of waiting, thing. and the cost of waiting is that this kind of failure is like quicksand, and every day you go lower and lower and lower. Well, here's the challenge with these scumbags, pieces of crap. They specifically then do it to the end of the year. Your 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 second wait a minute. Your first installment of tax is due February first. So you're going to get your tax bill now. It's due by the end of the year. Not on, not me. Then you have to. Then you have I've to got make thirty-one days. I got to get hit again. You get hit again February first, assuming they don't push you back. My God, it's just a bunch of crooked schmucks that are running Cook County. It really is. It really is. So, and so nobody sickening. cares. And how many of these judges? You know, this is something I never let go of. The the, the judges in Cook County that sit on Ed Burke's table of wisdom that buys property at the tax auctions. Are you fracking kidding me? You want to talk about a conflict of interest. It's in their best interest to give you the bill late, knowing you can't pay, because if you can somehow pull off this one, you certainly aren't going to, you're going to have trouble pulling off February. And when it goes to the auction, these rat bastards buy it from you. Well, here's Fritz Kagey, this piece of crap who's been running for office, ran for office, dating that he was going to shift the tax burden from the residential sector to the commercial sector. Now, what happened? The residential sector got their tax bills jacked up. Now, he's the simpleton. 27 to 71%. He's the one that looks like Sling Blade, a little fatter, right? 
Is he the moron? He makes Fetterman look like like look like cum laude, right? Am I got the right guy with the big fat stains well, on his, his shirt? His he runs as a fat is, guy. His, his second chin is ashamed of his third chin. So it's uh, he's the guy with the dartboard and all the ads. Oh, this go around. the horrors it's his wife has seen. I hope he's stealing a lot of money. I hope she gets it because the horrors she had to put up with. Can you imagine him coming at you in the mood on Saturday night with after the Viagra kicks in? Please, you'll be like you'll be like a like a Wardy's gynecologist. Cancel my whole next day, Nancy. I'm gonna go home and throw up. Uh, but that's no more the no more the view your your uh, sack and crack waxer just saw. So in the meantime, heal up and call David Hochberg. Where can the people reach you? I mean, aside from Manny's, where can they get a hold of you? In the Manny's counter. You're a jerk. Yeah. Uh, but I love you. Eight five 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 six Dave. It's uh, a- David, 56david.com, which is 855-563-2843. All right. I love you. And don't, uh, you know, listen, if I call you for a loan, just, uh, you know, make, Hang it, up. make it happen. All right. <laughs> Three, one, two. Love you, buddy. <laughs> love you, too. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Oh, I like this song. I love this song. Don't like it. I love it. In the meantime, David Hochberg, you're going, I've been telling you since this imbecile, Jerome Powell said that the answer was to raise the rates. There are people that will be paying 34% on their credit cards. And if you do not pay every single dollar, you pay from the highest amount that was on the card. Do you know that? If you miss a dollar seventy-five and you wrote a check for $2,000, you will pay that on the $2,000. That's how it works. Take advantage of what opportunity is left. And two years after this, I'll tell you what, it ain't going to be fun. Peter in Wilmette. Hey, Sean, you guys are... You guys ought to take that act on the road. Oh, I love David. Uh, yeah. First off, happy birthday. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And as a birthday gift, have you ever noticed recently how much airtime Michelle Obama's getting? She's getting all the all the closet stuff out like I was depressed, but yeah. I'm great now I'm empowering girls. Between her and Butster. Those are your Democratic uh, nominees. You know what it reminds me. You know what. You know what it reminds me of, though. It reminds me of the of the miscalculation the Democrats made with Hillary Clinton. And what I say to you is this: the more the people see her, the better it is for the opposition of the Democrat mafia because she's she's okay. not as likable. That is that is propaganda, and you cannot. She omits the personality that repulses people. I say put more of her. And have you noticed what is wrong with her left eye? I think she's got a little bit of cockeye. It seems a little bigger than the other eye. Have you noticed that? In my neighborhood, that's called... Take a look at it. The left eye. Oh, it's big and it's staring somewhere. That's when I like to meet people like that. I tell them, pay attention when I'm talking to you. Look at me. In the meantime, thank you. I think Obama wants a fourth term. He's got his third term with Biden. Yeah, and he can load up the advisors with her if he wins. Or it could be Peter. He's just happy to get her big ass out of the house because Barack Obama <laughs> likes big butts, and he cannot lie. Thank you very much. Is that it? Is it? We got all these callers. I got Mary. I got Greg. I got Ron. I got Scott. 
I wanted to take Scott to Don't Be Mad. I wanted to take you guys. Stupid clock. I can't believe it. I'll be back in 21 hours. I don't take the day before Thanksgiving off. I think that's that's rotten. I know somebody with tiny little hands that takes it off, though. You saboteur. I'll be back tomorrow. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.